Yo, good looks to DreadSock.com for sponsoring this episode of Real Notes. Anyone who has curly or locked hair like me knows how sacred a good hair wrap is. A do-rag, a wave cap, a scarf, a bandana, a bonnet, you name it. DreadSock goes a step beyond the average with silk-based head wraps that offer full protection and frizz control for curls from 2A to 4C. They're made of a blend of breathable materials to help retain hair's moisture and preserve hairstyles enough to ensure a few less trips to the salon, all held down with an elastic band strong enough to withstand even the most aggressive head trips. Whether you wear one to bed or wear one on the go, Dreadsock will have you looking fresh and full. Socks come in all sizes, from shorties for short hair and beginner twists to extra large for the longer locked folks out there. Look, y'all, I've been growing my locks for nearly two decades and have been a loyal Dreadsock customer for 15 years. So when I tell you these shits work, I'm dead ass. Plus, they're an independent black owned business that's worth the time and energy. So, go to dreadsock.com and use promo code CINEMASAI, that's C-I-N-E-M-A-S-A-I, for 10% off your first order. They won't fall off in your sleep, but they will keep you looking fresh. Thanks again to Dreadsock for sponsoring the episode. Now let's keep this shit moving. What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is North Carolina rapper Lord Jamonte Ogbon of Melanated People. We spoke about John Wick, marathoning every movie in the Eatmon series in one sitting, a long, winding trip to the movies that defined his childhood and adolescence, how meeting Slim Thug, Paul Wall, and Mike Jones inspired him to take music seriously, benefits of one producer collabs, the pros and cons of turning 30 in rap, and the creative process behind his latest album, Highly Favored. Come fuck with us. What's cracking, everybody? Um, welcome back to Real Notes. It's, um, it's it's like not summer yet, but it's almost summer. It's like gray and overcast in Jersey, but it's breezy and beautiful. Um, it's also Juneteenth weekend. Y'all are going to be hearing this after Juneteenth weekend, but fuck it, you know? Um, like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Juneteenth weekend. Uh, it feels great, but it also feels kind of terrible because, like me and my guests were just talking about off camera, everyone's trying to make money off this shit. Who's not black, and that's depressing. But we out here <laughs> doing what we can. Um, we my name's my name. <laughs> you already know, son. My name's Dylan Green. Cinema Sci. Got a lot of names. Do a lot of shit. Um, all over the world. Not all over the world. All over, like the six miles of Jersey I live in, but um, I'm with somebody who really is making moves and shaking in all parts of the world, all parts of the country um, in all sorts of different ways. Uh, Rapper, fucking melanated person, um, rocker of rocker of the Pan-African flag, kind of bringing it back a little bit low key, which is really beautiful. Love to see that. Literally every, every time I, every time I see this dude, he's rocking the fucking Pan-African flag. It's kind of beautiful. Um, I'm a father. We got, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no, you are a father. Damn. I was trying to think of something else to add him to it. I was about to go a little crazy. No, yeah, we here. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we got fucking Jamonte, Lord Jamonte Ogbon, um, Lord, Lord, Lord Jamonte Ogbon, excuse me. Fucking yeah, like this is 
Bro, like I know, I know, I know you're in the middle of traveling right now. So I appreciate you taking taking a little bit of time out to talk to me. Um, you've been going crazy. Highly favored. Um, highly favored's been out for a little while. It's super dope. Um, but yeah, nah. I thank you for being here, man. Like I'm 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 a huge fan. So <laughs> nah, man, I appreciate you, brother. I'm happy to be here. I've been listening to some oh to some episodes of the podcast, and it's great. Bro, I listen to yeah. I listen to the wild episode. Um, I listen to Kelly Moonstone one, of course. I listen. To, hey, of course, got a crew love. Yeah, I listen to one with uh, Mavi. So yeah, I checked my wild driving from Atlanta to Charlotte. I was in Atlanta yesterday, so I was like, "Shoot, I got some time. Let me hear my boy talking about." I appreciate <laughs> you, son. That means the world. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, nah, it's yeah, no, nah, y'all, y'all like, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, just like every everyone in the community in general, but like everything coming out of North Carolina specifically is like y'all really, y'all have y'all had something special for a long time, and I'm happy to see yeah. so many, so many of y'all just like really start to pop and glow. So like, yeah, North like, Carolina, I'm just, I'm just happy we can right make this now. happen. It's been a moment, you feel me? It's been, I mean, it's been a minute. That's Carolina's getting there, Jeff's too. Hell yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, nah, this is just beautiful. I'm happy you're here. But um, let me, but yeah, nah, let me ask you, let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here while you pump gas in your car. This is a first, by the way. He's literally parked up at a gas station right now. This shit is tight. <laughs> um, what's it called? But... Okay. <laughs> Oh uh, nah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here. Um what was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Last the last movie or show that I had a strong opinion about. I want to say it's the last thing I watched. John Wick 4. I went to the movies to see John Wick 4. Hell yeah. How'd you like it? Bro, that shit was long as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. No, it was um the storyline was okay. I feel like I've seen the first John Wick before. And I went from that and right to the fourth. Oh shit. Yeah, that's a jump. Right? I didn't see the second or third. So just right to the fourth. And I didn't know it was three, like three hours and forty one minutes long. So I'm just in there. I'm just in there, bro. Empty stomach, high, just vibe. Damn, like, no. I'm with my, I'm with my homegirl. She's like, yeah, let's go see John Wick. I got the discount. I'm like, hell yeah. So we go, bro. They, it's just drawn out. You feel me? Like, it's good. It's just, okay, hold on. It's suspense from the beginning. As soon as it starts, it's almost like he pistol whipping somebody. Ha! Ah, started off. I'm like, yeah. damn. Man, and then it just get it just gets into a bunch of craziness, bro. It's like he's fighting everybody, he's shooting everybody. The whole movie. It's just like Lord. But yeah, that's just that was my strong opinion about it. I'm like, yo, why is it so long? And why is it drawn out? Like, why are some fighting scenes eight minutes? People might not know, but I'm a film and a food critic. So yeah, you know, my opinion kind of means something in that world. But I'm just watching it. I'm analyzing it. I'm watching it from two different sides. I'm watching it from regular me spending my money watching a movie. It's my boy Rogue. 
Oh, Peace, bro. What's cracking? Hey, what's cracking? What's your name? What's your Twitter? Uh, the other day, no. Oh, that's crazy underscore. Oh, that's crazy underscore on Twitter. Hey, what's up, bro? Good to meet you. That's crazy. Much love. So, we, I was watching the movie, and I'm just like, why this fighting scenes? Okay, perfect. Perfect example. John Wick 4, the, the um, almost close to the end when he has to meet him at the church. Bro, he had to go up like a thousand stairs. I was about to bring this shit up, bro. <laughs> he did, and, then, and, and, then, and then he gets knocked down twice. Like, oh, yo, like oh it didn't need to be God. that long. <laughs> Don't you know when you just throw your hands in the air? It's like one of those moments. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, bro. Like, was it was mad. like, it was, it was, it was like kind of funny, but also, but. Like, like it was funny the first time, and then the yeah. second time he got knocked down the steps, I was like, "Yeah, all right, y'all dragging it. Like, you gotta stop, please." And then when that when the blind dude came and helped him, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh man, gang, gang. Yeah. Oh, then when they had to shoot they self, like shoot each other. Yeah. At the, at the end of it, that shit was crazy. But when that when the white racist yeah. dude, like when he got murdered, I was happy. I was like, "Yeah, boy." Yeah, now nah, he need. Yeah, he needed to go. Top. He needed to go. But um, what's it called? The blind dude, Donnie Yen, he's one of the coldest motherfuckers on planet Earth. So, like, seeing him do his shit, uh, I'm, I, you, you, you know, like, I get the th- the movie could have just been three hours of him and I would have been fine with it. I love Donnie Yen. He's super. That's, homie from, that's homie from IP, IP Man, right? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Those movies are crazy. I haven't seen the first one in forever. Yo, IP Man is like that. I watched that with Brain Orchestra. We watched Hey, shout out to Brain. Yeah. Oh, when like when y'all when y'all did the tour? Nah, a little before. Like we uh we like tried some shrooms, <laughs> and you know we was up for like three four hours three four hours. So we just watched part of we just watched that for like five hours straight. Man, that was intense. I was feeling the emotions. <laughs> I mean, like that's a. That's that's a crazy movie to watch on shrooms because like the, the the one fight scene I remember from the first one is uh when bro's fighting everybody in the dojo and he singles out this one dude and just like drums out punches on his on his chest like sixty four times like oh. I can't even imagine like like I lose my shit watching that sober so like <laughs> yo, homie yo just, and then imagine the second the second one bro like the western one yeah. That shit was blowing me. You know, shrooms do your body differently. So that shit was just depressing. Just to see the white man beat him up. I was like, no, bro. Damn. So was fucking with my heart, bro. Yeah, that's that yeah, that's rough. So so y'all so y'all watched all three back to back to back on shrooms? Back all three of them? Back to back, bro. Crazy. Clap. Clap. I went to, I went to sleep at like five AM that day. It was a good time though, bro. So yeah, that's that's hilarious. Like so, okay, so, okay. What's that fighter's name again? Um the the um the the guy who played the from, guy who played from the IP dude. man, yeah. Okay, that's uh Donnie M. Yeah, that's not him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he's the best fucking um so so before we move on now i gotta ask like so so y'all watched all three of these movies back to back to back while you were clapping back to back. 
Like, what was your first? What was your first reaction after you finished the fucking three Eat My movies? Like, those sits are. That's just so wild. Like, I can't imagine watching all three of those at once. <laughs> that's so wild. I was just like, <sighs> all right, let me go to sleep. Look at you. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was a lot. It was emotions, you know, feel me? Like, just off the shrooms, but my emotions, I was just up and down, like, excited. Then I was a little confused. Then the storylines just changing. And then, you know, after the movie, it tells you, like, the real story of him. So I'm just like, damn, like, mm-hmm. like 68 grandchildren or something like that. So, yeah, that movie had me in my feelings, bro. I was a little exhausted from, from being I'm, up. And I'm sure. I'm sure. I was like, I can only. Fucking. Um, also, also, yeah, that's the guy. Um, um, The character he played is the guy who, like, trained Bruce Lee. So like you know he's oh nuts. yes I remember like, seeing that I remember seeing young Bruce Lee in the movie and that was mad because he was teaching Americans that was mad Bruce Lee was teaching the Americans martial arts <laughs> you remember that yeah man I do yeah and he ended up saving them when he... <laughs> yeah no yeah no you flow like water right through a nigga's chest. Uh, that, that'll, that'll make somebody mad definitely and it was like some little Japanese uh, Chinese beef in the first one I was like oh shit they gave you some history yeah no, it's those movies are tight it, it's been so long since I watched any of them so nah yeah nah after ta- after talking about it now I definitely gotta go run those back I got I got I gotta find them where'd you watch them oh it was on Netflix I believe oh bet alright cool I'm on that. Um, and you gotta have a watch party. Now, and, man. Get everybody. Oh hell yeah, bro! Yeah, nah. Next time, yeah, nah. Next time, y'all out here, just let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm all out that. I love, I love a good. Movie I'm out night. there June 29th, bro. I'm doing the show June 29th. My bad. We gotta somehow stream it at the show. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll make it happen. That sounds good. Damn. Um, okay. Now before, okay. Now before I move on and ask you my usual questions, you just said you fancy yourself uh, a, 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 um, a movie and a movie and food critic. And, you know, obviously, obviously man after my own heart type shit. So like, what, so, so like, what is it, what is it about movies just like in general that you find so fascinating? Like what, like, that's like a, you know, like, that's not some shit I take lightly. So I'm always curious, like what, uh, what did that for you? I just love the way the filming of movies, especially like the way Spike Lee film or Martin Scorsese film or Michael Bay, right? It's like, oh wow, the way a lot of these people film is crazy. Um, what's homie's name? Who did Color Purple? Uh, Steven Spielberg. Especially Steven Spielberg. So it's just like the perspectives they have, man. It's the way they can catch certain angles. All that right there, that's what got me really into movies. And, of course, storylines and everything after that. But just the way things are filmed and shot, like the different cameras, different angles that they get. I'm trying to think of one movie I've seen. Of, um, I think it might have been a Bronx Tale. 
Mm, I don't know if score. I don't know if Scorsese did a Bronx Tale, but the way the Bronx Tale was shot, I'm just like, yo. I remember watching that movie so many times, and I was just like, yo, like this is how you shoot a movie. So I would just say, just like the filming process of it, and just going to the movies, you know, that's something I love to do. I hope movies never go away. I remember when AMC stock was doing bad, I was hurt. But yeah, me like, too. You know, I was, I was, I was type stressed. It was crazy. Seeing the movie on the big screen, bro, with the speakers, nothing better than that. So I want to say the filming process and just being able to watch it in the theater, that's really what got me into it. So, so a couple things about what you just said. A, um, yeah, I also I also love the like I got the I got the AMC Stubbs A list shit where you pay the monthly bro. fee and you go see as many movies as you want. Like that's yes, that's my whole shit. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the theater every chance I get. And um, uh, I looked it up. Bronx Tale was directed by Robert De Niro. Funny enough, I think that might have been his like first directorial shit ever. Um, no, he went crazy. Which I didn't remember realize. the bus scene. I love the bus scene. Yeah, the bus scene's crazy. Like that. Shout out Robert De Niro. Yeah, for real. Shout out to Robert De Niro. Yeah, he's he's obviously bro's a legend as an actor, but he also yeah, I feel like people. I mean, like a lot of people don't even know that he like directs in general. But yeah, shout out to him. He's, hey, this he's like, a legend. It's like a little um, story on Twitter that that um Robert De Niro blacker than somebody. I just want people to stop that. I don't give a fuck if his girl black girls. I was talking about his girlfriend, not his kids. I didn't get to his kids yet. I don't give a fuck who black over there. Robert De Niro is not blacker than no black person. Yeah. Oh, who said that? Like, <laughs> no, nah, you're Twitter. Kidding. That's important. That shit's so corny to me. Like, why do people do that? I don't don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, no doubt. (laughs) It's just always, it's just always like type corny to me when people was like, oh yeah, like it's like, it's like the the blackest white, like, shut up, son. Like, stop. Like, don't, 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 (laughs) please. Because we all know Terry Crews is the whitest, blackest person in the world. Right. You're not wrong, I'm, I'm son. Done. You're not wrong. <laughs> that's funny as that's funny as hell, son. Um, <laughs> I uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, you mentioned because you mentioned uh, you mentioned Scorsese. You mentioned you 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 mentioned Scorsese and Michael Bay in the same sentence, and that's a thing that I imagine a lot of people would be like, "What?" Just because like no, they, there was, I mean, like. Yeah, nah, I yeah, like because like Michael, because like Michael Bay is somebody that I kind of had to. I didn't always love his movies, and like, and you know, like ten years ago, it was like it was like the the thing to do to just like take a shit on everything Michael Bay did at all times. But like, he's gotten like Science got classics, honestly. Like between like Pain and Gain is crazy. Um, I really like Armageddon. Fucking the bad boys movies are great. I don't know. Like he's 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 just I don't know. People people. I mean, like Michael Bay definitely deserves his criticisms here and there. He's he's kind of a wild boy in a lot of ways, but like he makes real entertaining, fun movies too. It's not like everything he's made is trash. And like I stand by painting game. That was oh uh shit. I don't remember. I think I think he might have like produced it or oh, something. But yeah. let me see. You got good knowledge on that, bro. I, Disturb- I seen Disturbia like three times in the movie theater, bro. I was wild. 
Yo. Nah, I remember seeing it the first time it came out. A guy named DJ Caruso directed Disturbia. What the hell? But, like, I, I, I don't know. But, um, it, it but, 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 like, it kind of feels like a Michael Bay movie, oh, right? Oh, no, no, no. A little you bit. I was, there's one back here. I was talking to you. Hey, bro, remember that movie when Samuel Jackson was the cop next door? That nigga was <laughs> yeah. wild. That nigga was wild. <laughs> He was no, nah, he was he was he was gone. Like Sam Jackson was just gone at that point. Like remember that movie Black damn. Snake Moan, bro? That nigga was wildin'. Yeah, all the time. Movie. Like I hate that movie, bro. Why? You're like, why you got that white girl chained up and <laughs> Yeah, nah, I get it. I get it. It's 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 nah. been it's been a grip since I seen one more time, one more Moan, time, yeah. one more time. My bad, my bad. You remember Samuel Jackson on Jungle Fever by Spike Lee when he was a crackhead dancer? Yep. You don't remember that. Yo, yeah. Sam Jackson. Of course got I roles, do. The... Bro. I can ask you, do you remember <laughs> so many roles of him while? Yo, it, 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 and he's just got like no shame either. The cr- the crazy thing about him in uh Jungle Fever is that like he had like he had, he had like he had like just kicked a crack addiction. And like then he came and like played and like he came and played Wesley Snipes' brother and shit. So like that's why he did it so well because he knew exactly what he needed to do. Like that's a that's such a crazy like the movie itself isn't that great, but Sam Jackson's performance is like super fire in it. He it's 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 super great. Wow. Sorry, what happened? Jungle fever. He went to the crack time. Sorry. Tomorrow. How could you not like that movie? They went to the crack Taj Mahal. <laughs> Listen, go back to that movie. They went to the crack Taj Mahal. He said, yo, where the Reverend TV at? The nigga said, Samuel Jackson said, yo, nigga, where you think he's at? I smoked it. The nigga said, what? Yo, you want to be a junkie? Fuck you. He said, what? I'm a crackhead. You wild that movie's not fire. And it had Charlie Murphy. Yeah. See, I can nah, another, see, like, I can give you another scene. <laughs> Please go, 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 go. I give you another scene, my boy. And then my other shoe shop thinking of, but I, I was gonna say the elevator scene when I'm when <laughs> 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 uh too hot seeing Omar Epps, but still, bro. Oh, and juice. Okay, yeah, nah, like. <laughs> No, nah, bro, I love Jungle Fever. Remember when he took her to get? Remember when he got the flowers and went to her job? Yeah, bro, that yeah. that scene made me cry, bro. Quit playing. Damn. The only see the only the, the only reason I say that about Jungle Fever is because like, I think I I like I think so much about that ending and like how much that ending fucked with how much I liked everything else that came before it. It's not my favorite Spike movie, but like that ending was wow. The the ending the ending was crazy, <laughs> like it, it, it like it really felt like a joke. I was like, "You're really gonna end it like that? Like you're gonna like like I know Spike's not a subtle a subtle dude, but I was just like, "Come on, son." You like, like Spike? I, like I like Spike. I love Spike. Spike's you got, great. You got beef with Spike? Stop. <laughs> Spike Ice Ice Spike. That's crazy. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I I got I got I got um 
he he does he doesn't he doesn't got a perfect filmography. There was a period of time where he was putting out some duds, but his classics are classics. Love Malcolm X, love Mo Better Blues, love Do the Right Thing, love um I love Girl Six. I know a lot of people don't fuck with Girl Six. I love Girl Six. Right. Um, what else? Shit, damn. Um, Bamboozled's amazing. One of my favorite Bamboozled movies ever. Is crazy, bro. That shit's so sad. I I I can't watch it all the way through. I gotta like take breaks. That shit that that that, that shit gets my blood up. My homegirl made me watch that movie. She like, yo, I need you, yo, come to the crib. We're going to get high. I need you to watch something. And then she was like, I don't know why she wanted me to watch that. Like, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want me to sell out as an artist. But we mm-hmm. watched Bamboozle. I was like, damn, this nigga cool there. I was trying to put it together while we was watching Big it. Big time. All right. Son, that, 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 movie. that movie, that movie, that movie. That movie hurts. Like, uh, like it's a great movie, but it hurts. Like, it it just hurts so bad to watch. Um. Oh. Okay. Nah. Before we b- b- before we move on, how you feel about she hate me? You ever see she hate me? She hate me. It's I'm a lot. Um. It's a. So fucking she hate me is a spike movie. Uh, Anthony Mackie's in it, and he's this like business executive who gets fired from his job, and he uh. Um, his ex, his ex fiance or ex girlfriend or some shit comes and finds him, and um, she's dating a woman now, and they want a sperm donor so they can have a baby, and wow. he starts selling his sperm, or no, 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 he doesn't start selling his sperm. He just starts having sex with a bunch of lesbians, and they pay him oh. to impregnate them. Like it, it's 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 a crazy, crazy, crazy movie. Like Q tips in it for like ten minutes for some okay. reason, <laughs> but um. <laughs> The songs before it's nuts have you have you ever seen prison songs with q-tip and fat joe and mary j Blige? no i haven't i know what you're talking about but i've never seen it that's what i'm, that's what I'm talking about bro that movie was all right bro it was like a bt classic one of those like baby boy reruns type movies uh-huh yo i think i ain't seen prison song yo my nigga was down bad they have yeah, damn. Yeah. You should Google that, bro. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna. If 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 it's on Tubi, I might run that tonight, to be honest. It might be on Tubi, bro. I don't got Tubi, but it might be on there. I heard Tubi was here. It is. Yeah, no, nah, it's seen it, all it, about it the Benjamins all, all the, before. Of course I've seen all about the Benjamins. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love all about the Benjamins. It's been a long time, but I've seen all about the Benjamins. Right. I'm done. <laughs> this has been great. Um, but nah, now I'm gonna ask you, since we talked about it earlier, um, what's the what's the first movie experience you can remember having? Um, it could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin house. Like first thing that comes to mind for you. Damn, my first movie that I can remember. One of them just might be too hard, bro. I got too many. Too many memories. I <laughs> fuck. Let's say I remember watching Cornbread Earl and me with my folks. And I was like, damn, I don't really fuck with this. You ever seen that movie? I, I just did because my homie Marcel Allen put me onto it a while ago and I finally watched it because it's on YouTube. That's a crazy I, movie. Let's slow down dirty shame. I remember they had like the mall scene. Wasn't it? Were they in the mall? When they was like blinking shit up. 
Yeah, I'm pretty Pickett sure that had, was the, had the low haircut. Oh, you're talking about set it off now? Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. talking about low down, dirty shame. Remember that movie, Small Soldiers? Oh, I remember seeing that with my cousin. When oh shit! The um, yeah, yeah, and the and the like the Lord of the Rings figures. Yeah, nah, I remember. I remember Small Soldiers. Listen, too many movies, bro. I remember seeing Like Mike. For my cousin's birthday, we went to the movies to see Like Mike. I was like, damn, my boy Bow Wow went crazy. And the white boy was bullying him. I was mad. I'm like, yo, this white boy getting on my nerve. Yeah, he's the worst. You know what's crazy? I, I, I watched Like Mike again recently. And um, the dude who was bullying Bow Wow, um, you watched Breaking Bad at all? Yeah, a little bit. No, I lied you remember- to you. I'm sorry. I don't. Felt- no, nah, it's, okay. nah, it's all good. Um, He, um... Like that kid, um, that dude's an actor who's in like like he's on Breaking Bad for any but for anybody listening who doesn't know, um, he um his name's Jesse Plemons. I think he um he's the dude who shot the little kid on Breaking Bad, like in season okay. five or four, I forget. Like they like did like a train heist and then a little kid saw them and but yeah, like he's he's like like he's an actor that I had seen in a bunch of shit, and then I went back and watched like Mike, and I'm like, oh shit, this is where he got his first start. Like it just. I, I I love shit like that when you like when you like come up with somebody and then you go back and find their first thing you didn't know they were in even though like I'd seen like Mike when it first came out but that was Yo, uh, where were you it was nice belly to see two more. drop shit where was I when belly two dropped ah damn because because that because it was only it was only a couple years after belly one right I I don't know I don't think so. I think it might be two remember. years after because the game was in it, so it had to be like two thousand six or seven. Yeah, right, right, right. How about, no, Damn, how about yeah, no, nah, I was, I was. I, well, I remember seeing State Property One with my brother, bro. That shit was crazy. I think that did damage to the to the community. Y'all watch State. Y'all watched it at home. State Property One and Two did damage. Somebody calling me, bro. Got you. My bad. They probably wanted to be damaged nah, to the good. black community. How so? Like I see what you mean, yeah. but tell me, tell me, tell me why. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into details on that one, bro. But I just remember like they was killing every. No, uh, my brother was running around screaming, "Get down and lay down for real!" Bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yo. Niggas took that shit serious. Yeah, beans was be, beans. Beans had people in a chokehold, son. Like that. Like like state pro, state property one. State property one is a movie that I've seen more times than I feel like I should have. Like right, but just like yo, bro. Yeah, not what I remember watching Halloween Town one and two. Yo, that was my shit, bro. Halloween Town's a classic. Halloween Town's bro. a classic. Remember the Phantom movie? What was it? Yo, Disney Channel had the movies, bro. Disney Channel did have the movie, son. There was, um, there was... Get your head in the game, Corbin Blue, bro. That nigga shit was slapping, bro. I remember. I was there for that. You remember? Yo. Remember the basketball movie with the twins? <laughs> the Luck of the Iris? I do, yeah. The Luck remember of the Iris, there you it wish? is. Yo. Remember You yeah. Wish? With the nigga from Lizzie McGuire. Remember the Lizzie McGuire movie, bro, when he was hating? He tried to like, yeah, no, and then she, 
<laughs> right. And then she goes to Italy and then she finds a pop star that looks just like her. Yeah, nah. Same. I was bro. there for that. Lizzie McGuire was my whole shit. My whole shit. Okay, so let me run that back. I feel like the first movie I remember watching is like Air Bud or like when um the cats and the dogs was just roaming around. You remember Dude, that movie? That, what was that? Just, Not that's that's my cat. shit. That's just cats huh? and dogs, right? Nah, that shit had a better name than that. I mean, you might know. Nah, nah, that shit was called Cats and Dogs. I promise. I remember. That shit was heat, bro. Um, yo, remember that Christmas movie? When they had, like, the the heart machine? And they had John Sally in it, the tall basketball player nigga? No. Oh, my gosh. The Santa Claus was mad. He was working on his machine, and he threw it out. Somebody found it in the trash. I think Brenda Song was in it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that sounds kind of wild. That shit was heat, bro. Um, damn, bro. Cheetah Girls. Yo, my cousins used to run that shit up. We had the soundtrack, me and my sister. We used to go crazy listening to the Cheetah Girls soundtrack. I remember that Snoop Dogg movie, Bones. I remember when I came out, we was really watching balls, bro. We was really watching that shit. All right, I'm done. <laughs> nah, man, you're good. This is it, like, like, yeah, just I, I was, I was, I was, I was that kind of kid too, who just kind of, who just kind of like found and watched everything I could, just like from all across the fucking spectrum. Like, my mama before, made me watch um, Passion of the Christ. Why? <laughs> well, well, my aunt, and that was crying that whole movie. I don't know what the fuck y'all crying for. But they were they had a deeper connection. I, I I know now what I didn't know then. They had a deeper connection. It's like when they was crying at church. I was like, damn, what my folk crying? I'm not crying. Sorry. But I seen Passing of the Christ and Mel Gibson. <laughs> Yo, that nigga's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a wild boy right there. I I can't handle him sometimes. <laughs> uh, most times, honestly. Braveheart. Remember that movie, Braveheart? I I do remember Braveheart. Yeah, Braveheart's wild. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Johnson family no, vacation. Wasn't no Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Uh, okay, yeah, now nah, we're we're just bouncing around. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I I tend to bounce around sometimes. Nah, bro, you're. Nah, bro, you're good. This, this, yeah, no, you don't gotta apologize at all. It's, it's, uh, I, um, what's it called? I do remember. Okay, okay. Now let's talk about Johnson Family Vacation. Um, there's so there's two scenes I remember from Johnson Family Vacation. One let's where they're go. in the motel, with and the, then with the alligator. There's That's a, the habitat with the alligator. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. And then the other one is when they're driving in the car, and Bow Wow got to go to the bathroom, and he pees in the cup. <laughs> And then, and then Cedric, Cedric's about to, yeah, and then he's well, about to drink it, story. and then, no, 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 you're good. And then fucking, um, Cedric's about to drink it, and then he just throws the cup out the window, and it splashes all over the cop's face. Man, that movie's that movie's wild. Yo, that movie's crazy. Remember when? Remember, I set it off when she when she told Frankie she need that money, and she was crying with the ugly face. <laughs> Nah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Or when Jada Pickett was on the bed crying at the end with 
And she threw all the money on the bed. Yeah. Man, see, set see, set it off is another one I've been meaning to watch again for like like like, like I think the last time I watched it might have been like right after I graduated college. But like it's just, it's just one of those that you never forget, you know. Like fucking set set it set it off is just like iconic in so many ways. Like just shout shout out to all of them, man. Like for real, shout out wow. to Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett, fucking yeah. just everybody, everybody. You know the rest. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know you know a movie you can't forget. Not. What's that? You're a wizard, Harry. Harry, you're a wizard. <laughs> I'm not a wizard. All the, all the, <laughs> just Harry. All the, all, all the goddamn Harry Potter movies. I You're see a wizard, all those Harry. movies. I'm... You're a wizard, Harry. I love that part. I just wake up and I just wake my daughter up sometimes. And say, You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> what she say to you when you say that? Yeah, it'll be like three in the morning. She'd be like, oh. "You're a wizard, Harry." <laughs> <laughs> just waking your daughter yeah. up on some shit. That's I love crazy. Harry Potter, bro. I'm not the I'm not I'm I'm not the biggest Harry Potter person. Um, I've seen all the movies and I know all the references, like a good millennial. But it's 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 not it's not my favorite thing ever. Like okay. I like I don't want to do this with you. Then I don't want to finish the combo with you about uh, Harry. And... <laughs> I need you to no, share my about... same excitement. Let's talk about Quidditch, son. How do you feel about Quidditch? I love Quidditch. Bro, I feel like you remember the game that they was playing when bro stood on the stick to to, to get the um what is it called? What's the what's the, the same Quidditch the, that they get the that be The snitch, yeah. Uh what? The snitch, the golden snitch. Yes. I re- you remember when Harry stood on the broom to get it? Yeah, and, and Professor Snape was like fucking with his room. Yeah, no, and that shit was flying too, right? He was, yeah. he was like moving and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yo, like Harry got a story, bro. Like the boy who lived, feel me? Like it was so much against him. Yo, since birth, I was watching that shit. I'm like, damn, this nigga only thirteen, bro. He been through some shit. Uh, the yeah, boy nah, who lived, like, bro. Yeah, like from the time he was literally born, like literally, he's like, bro. You know, like, Enough, res- enough respect to Harry Potter. Out like, of here, bro. Yeah, like he he was, you know, like ha- Harry Potter went through some shit, and you know, there's definitely a lot to there's a lot to dig through there. And I bro, did, remember, I did really just love. Remember what? when he couldn't go on a field trip because he couldn't get a signature? I was like, damn, yeah. man. All right, I'm oh, done. Bro. <laughs> Holy shit, son. Um, what um. <laughs> Sorry, I just gotta collect my brain for a second. Um, so so obviously you've seen a ton of movies. That's great. Um, as you got older and started to have more life experiences, um, was there a movie that kind of stopped you in your tracks and really touched you on some like hey, more than just like not not, not like that? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but like, no, nah, you're not. Nah, you're good. Crazy. You're good, son. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the first movie you watched that you remember being like a capital M movie? You know, like something that was like bigger than just like, oh, this is like 90 minutes of entertainment type shit. Damn, bro. I feel like the first movie that touched me was um 
Signs. That alien movie. Uh-huh. Damn. Right. Wow. I haven't thought about signs in a minute. Shit. Oh, what what was what was your what was your first reaction? Like no, my brother Nine. showed me that movie. He's like, bro, I told you aliens was real. Right. And while we was watching it, he was kind of just like, yo, see, 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 certain scenes, and did some research. And I was just like, yo, he kind of he had me convinced at that time that <laughs> we had some shit out here floating around. So I just remember that. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. What for? No, you're good. Like no, I it, just did screenshot. I thought I thought it um oh, oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, signs touched me, bro. Let's get back to Mel Gibson. That movie really touched me. Man, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a good movie. I haven't seen it since uh you, you know what's crazy? I saw I saw Scary Movie 3 before I saw Signs, like the movie that parodied Signs. So like so like I knew what it was about already before I even seen it. And like and, and, and you're like a big part of the like when it first came out, a big part of it was that like you didn't know that it was about aliens. All you saw was like it was something weird happening. But, you know, so like I kind of like reverse engineered the process of watching that movie and like experiencing it. But I still really I, I, I still really enjoyed it. Like like the like the scene of um like the scene of them in like the tinfoil hats is wild to me. I just like that's like the standard that's like the standard conspiracy theorist fucking outfit now, just like with the tinfoil hats and shit. So crazy. Yo, I do remember watching Color Purple again as an adult, and I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? In a good way or a bad way. That movie touched me too. Touched my heart. It's a good ass movie. Yeah, it was a it was a strong story, like Yeah, no, nah, just like yeah, no, nah, just like their whole relationship and like their journey and just and 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 and, and just and just like and just like them, just them oh, fighting bro. back against Mister and all that. Like, great, great movie. I love, I love the color purple. I love the color purple. I saw, um, uh, I saw the, I saw the, I saw the Broadway musical they made. They made a Broadway musical like ten years ago, and um, Fantasia Barino was in it. Um, hey, remember um, um, I think, um, I think she played. Fantasia's no, Fantasia lifetime. No, I don't, me I, up, bro. Also, North Carolina, tell me, shit, bro. T- tell that me about it. I actually never seen it. Yo, she had to steal diapers, bro. She had to yeah. steal diapers for her kids. And I remember watching that as a youngin. What channel was that? Fifty three. <laughs> and Charlotte, thirty one. Excuse me. Lifetime Network, 31. Fantasia had a movie. She had a baby as a teen. It was a crazy situation that happened. Like, yo, and she was acting in it herself. Yeah. Yeah. It was a sad situation that happened. Then she had her baby, and her family was on somebody really not fucking with her. Like, oh, you grown. You gonna be grown. And she went out in the world. And she had to steal some diapers from the store. Yeah. I remember watching that. I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, I really fuck with Fantasia's story. She's and our mass- body, bro. Like, I master music. You ever heard her song, "Baby Mama"? I have, yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Watch the movie. That shit hit a little harder when you know the story. 
you remember you remember what it's called? Because I want to find it now. I think it's called the the Fantasia story. The Fantasia oh, story. Just, oh, got it. Okay. Okay. I I thought I thought I I just I just I just got what you meant. I thought I thought you were talking about like a whole like fictional movie she was in, but you're talking about like the actual like it's like a documentary or like a oh, or like a or like a gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's a real life movie, bro. She been through some shit. She overcame. She, yeah. you feel me? She got on. She went to American Idol. You feel me? I was like, damn, bro. Maybe I could go on American Idol one day. Like, I live in North Carolina, just like Fantasia, bro. I go through some of the same shit she going through. Maybe I could do something one day. And you know, I thought about going on the X Factor. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't go though. But I thought about it, bro. So, yeah, that movie, bro. That movie really did something. And uh, bring it yeah. on again. Hmm. Classic. Yeah, because you might, I don't know, bro. These movies really did something what? to me. I was like, yeah, bro, you might be on phone. Alright. Yeah. Damn. Fucking, um... Yeah. So talk. Yeah. No. Not. Not. Yeah. No. Now we're here. I haven't thought about bringing on again in years. What. What was it? What was it about bringing on again? Because like those bringing on movies, they went forever. Like they might. They might have even just made one like four years ago or some shit. I just want to say it was just the time, bro. I just remember being there, bro. That's what it is for me in movies. Like I was there, bro, when ATL came out. Me and my cousins on the couch watching ATL back to back, saying one day we're gonna go to the A. And we went to the A, you feel me? Like, <laughs> I said, damn, bro, they be in the pools and shit. Cause we ain't had no pools in our neighborhood. <laughs> no pools. Shouts out to people from Charlotte watching this. At this time, I lived in Rockwell Park. We ain't had no pool in our neighborhood. So to watch that, damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking 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 cooling at the skating rink and working at the country club and shit. ATL's ATL's a wild movie. ATL's great. I remember in Theater Arts we had to do like a performance and I was I like slacked off. And I told my homie, I'm like, bro, you're gonna be my partner, we just gonna do ATL. And we did the scene when he showed him the money. When he like, hey, where you been? He was like, I was out. And he told him he don't see how cleaning foes is gonna help him. And he sent him the money. Me and my homie did that scene in theater arts, Vance High School. Incredible. How'd y'all do? Were you happy with it? I think we did bad, bro. But to me, we did good, bro. We, that was one of my best hey. performances ever. Damn. You ever you ever you ever go roller skating after you saw ATL or not? I went skating. I spent a summer in South Carolina one time. And we skated a lot. That's all them niggas do out there. They go skate and then... I don't know. I think that's all they do. No disrespect nobody from out there. We went skating a lot. Yeah. Like Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Sunday. Thursday. I'm like, damn. These folks be skating. <laughs> That's hard body. Yeah, no, nah, my yeah, no, nah, my dad used to be a professional roller skater. So yeah, no, nah, roller yeah, no, nah, roller skating kind of runs in my blood too. So I, I I feel that. Nice. Are you from New Jersey originally? Like that's where you born and raised? 
Yeah, or, or no, I was born in New York, but I was raised in Jersey. Jersey City? Uh, I was uh, I was raised in a town called Montclair, like right outside of New York City. I know what Montclair is. That's where I did my video at for my old plug, Still Pussy, at that bookstore and the record store. Oh, really? Great. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Damn. That's, that's, one, that's wild. That's yeah. one of my favorite yeah, bookstores. No, I- that's a that's, that's a nice ass bookstore. It's the one right off of uh, Bloomfield Ave, right? Yeah, and they got an empanada spot over there. I'll be fucking with. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? It's right. It's right next to the pizza spot. Yeah, no, I was just over you there. Know a week it's and a half. Ago. Yeah, bro. I'll be over there cooling. That's Son. my hood. Okay. Damn. Next. If you go over there, you're gonna see a sticker of me somewhere. Bro, bro, I literally lived in Montclair for like 18 years of my life. Like that's like my, that, that's like my home. Like Bloomfield Ave, I I I used to stay. I I used to be up and down Bloomfield Ave, like that's damn near every day. Yeah, that's a nice little area over there. Mm-hmm. Y'all got some good food in y'all city, y'all town. You watch The Sopranos, bro? Yeah, I never finished it, but I've seen enough to say that I've watched The Sopranos at this point. Yeah, nah, they um. So you know, you know where Holston's is at? It's 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 a uh, over in um. It's it's like over on like the border of uh Bloomfield, the town. Okay. okay. So like that, yeah. So like that spot, it's like right on the border of uh, the town I live in now, uh, Bloomfield and Montclair. They shot the last scene of the Sopranos in in Holston's. They actually shot a lot right. of the Sopranos. Yeah, nah. Like the one, the one like like the scene right before it cuts to black that everyone hated. Um, like right. that's in. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's in Holston's. Um, and they and they and and I um, mean they shot a lot in that area because it took place in like northern Jersey in in that general area. Yeah, have you been to that Luca Brazi restaurant in um, Hoboken? No, I haven't. I heard about it though. Uh, I, no, actually, I passed by it because I was driving through Hoboken. Um, must have been like three, four weeks ago, like a month ago, something like that. You like Tony Bologna's? I like Tony Bologna's. I went there for the first time two years ago with Brain Orchestra, funny enough, actually. Tony Bologna's Tony Bologna are like a, a taco pizza, bro. That shit was crazy. They got a they got a elote pizza too. That's the one that got me. Elote pizza. Yeah. Them niggas yeah, is Latin. Yeah. It's 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 good as shit. Like Cause that, cause that spot was, um, we went up there cause, uh, we were there for supplying. No, we weren't there for supply and demand. We were there for, um, we were there for the Fly Sifu's, uh, album release shit that, uh, Living Frank did at, at, yeah. at, at, uh, at Top Shelf. And yeah. everybody went to fucking Tony Bologna's cause it's like right next door. And wow. yeah, nah, that Elote piece of hit. It was crazy. Did you go to that Montcomy show? I wish, man. I, I, I didn't, I didn't have an in, and I didn't, and 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 I didn't, I didn't have a hundred dollars to be dropping for a ticket at that point. I could have got you there. Ah, oh, damn. Ah, oh, I it's, I don't know. I like it's, it's crazy because last night, like last night, I went to go see the Blackening, just because I was like, just because I was like, I want to go, I, I want to go back to the movies. Let me go check the blackening. And then I get out okay. and I see all the pictures of everybody at the thing. And I'm just like, A, I forgot it was tonight. B, I couldn't get in anyway. And I just, it, it, it's like, it's been so long since I feel FOMO, like in that way, you know, like I, like, like, like that shit typically doesn't hit me like that. But I was like, 
I, I was I was upset. I wish I could have been there. Bro, can you help me set up my podcast? Yeah. What you need? I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this and doing like interview people on the on this video zone type thing. What you want it to be about? Uh wrestling and music. That's hard. <laughs> Bro, did you ever watch the Howard Stern show? Not really. Like not like a that ton. Crazy. I, I I see I seen a few episodes, but which one was your favorite? I don't got a favorite. I don't, I was young watching the Howard Stern show and I didn't really watch this like turn it on. And they doing some wild stuff like he touching somebody's breast or something. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, th- those those were like somebody's naked on his show. And they just smiling. They're like, yeah. We're chilling. Those were those were different times, son. I I I can't even imagine. He was he was on some other shit at all times. Yo was still on TV, Channel Seven. <laughs> yeah. What was, uh, what was, what was y'all's channel seven? Because ours was ABC. Was y'all's HBO? Okay, yeah, ours. Yeah, yeah, our channel seven was ABC. Did you grow up with cable? Yeah, I did grow up with cable. Nice. Bless. Did y'all grow up with cable? Hell no. I used to have to watch shit on. I used to have to watch that's a Raven and shit Saturday morning, like after the Jackie Chan show. Uh huh. <laughs> you remember that, bro? You remember that Saturday morning shit, bro? Like, Jackie Chan Adventures yeah. is such a crazy show. Good shit. I used to be up early watching that. I remember Wishbone. Bro was on the adventure. Oh no, I remember the um Goosebump show, bro. That shit used to creep me uh-huh. out. I I was just talking to Kelly about this last week. Yeah, I love the Goosebumps show. Yo, I was there for that. <laughs> that haunted mask. That, that haunted mask shit fucked me up. That fucks me up to this day. Like I get, I get, I get creeped out thinking about it. What about that movie Dead Silence? Oh, with the fucking oh marionettes. Yeah, nah, I love Dead Silence. <sighs> Man, that movie still creeped me out right now. <laughs> And the ending, the ending where um 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 she turned bro into the um in, 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 into a puppet, and she was just like manipulating his spine, and he was that was a wild ass movie. That's yeah, no. so crazy. It's not a good movie, though, man. Yeah, man. But before 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 we get too off track, um, talk to me talk to me about talk to me about music for you. When did uh? When did when did music become like capital M music for you and something that wasn't just like passive and in the background and shit? Um, yo, I remember I met um, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, and Paul Wall. I think it was like two thousand and six at a Dub show. They came to Charlotte, North Carolina. They had like That's hard. Dub, what the fuck? They had like a dub car show, and my mother bought me and my brother tickets. And she's like, "Yeah, y'all just go in there and do y'all thing and all that." That's crazy that she did that. We didn't have cell phones or anything, but we still somehow made it out. 
But yeah, I went to the dub show. Seen Slim Thug perform. He had a nice, nice chain, doing his thing all on stage. (laughs) 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 Right? I seen, and, but they performed and they had a table that you can, you know, go up and talk to them. And I met Mike Jones. He had on the Ice Age chain. And Paul Wall. He had on the fire grill, and it was just—they were very open to talk to the people there. I told them I was thinking about um, doing music. I was just writing at that time, but still reciting it, and they were very <coughs> encouraging. Especially Slim Thug, he was like, "Do that shit." I remember him telling me, "Do that shit." I was like, "Yo, this Slim Thug, bro." I went and told my mom, "Yo, Slim Thug told me to do it." So. That I'm that experience, um, I want to say like stuck out a lot. I just remember being hella inspired. And after the shows, like all the cars kind of drove out. I think that was Uptown Charlotte or wherever it was. Just yeah. like yo, niggas are sitting on them things. You ever seen somebody who was sitting on them things before? You ever been down south? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I have. Uh, I got family yeah, yeah. in Virginia. I've been to Texas. Yeah, nah, I've been around. Yeah, you've been to the South for real. Virginia and Texas, Jesus. <laughs> Yo, I remember, um, damn, I want to say, maybe I, I I made a CD called Brunch in like 2014, right, with some of my friends. And when we mm-hmm. released that album, it just, um, the reception was well, and the support I had putting it out was good so i remember we released that i feel like things were like getting serious like i actually thought i was gonna blow up off that cd and so i want to say that was really a moment uh in time for me and the people around me like i feel like we accomplished something so yeah maybe 2014 that's kind of like when i knew Uh, were y'all like do you feel like uh you know like was that was that mostly just kind of getting buzzed around North Carolina or like were people from like outside the area like hitting no, y'all just, just North, like, no just North Carolina um so. but I was sending it out to a lot of people on the internet just like trying to find a way out yeah but it, yeah it had a lot of local buzz and well I won't say a lot it's like a good enough <laughs> local buzz to do like more things, <laughs> right? But it was the momentum, I guess, around like the time of the album. It had a lot of momentum, momentum. So we was just going off that. Well, me personally, I was just uh, just working off that. And About, you know, Nasper. You ever heard of Nasper? I know He's the name, producer. but I can't. I. I I can't, I can't, th- I can't think of none of his, I, I can't think of none of his beats, but I know the name. He's from Winston-Salem. Once, uh, he found out about my music, and once he found out about it, it, it kind of picked up outside of. Okay. He, he introduced my music to somebody else that like produced the West Side Gun, and that person pretty much opened their fan base to me, and things picked up from there. I was able to start traveling outside of North Carolina. So that was a point too. I was in 2018, 2018, 2019. I was like, okay, this is um going somewhere. 
Right, because I want to, I want to, I want to say around the time I got tapped in with your music was probably around 2018, 2019. Um, I can't, um, I can't remember the name of the project because it's not on streaming anymore. But it right. was the one. It's, it's, um, it's one of the ones where, uh, you know, like it's like it's like a colorful animated shit, and like you're standing in front of like a bodega or like a corner store or some shit. I can't remember what it's called. I'm mad at myself, but like that was the first project of yours I heard. And I heard you, run, and, and like I, I just, I just ran it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, nah, this nigga's trouble." Like this, I is, think it's seventy fifth like, Amsterdam part two. I think, I think that's it. Yeah, but, yeah, not nah, because seventy fifth Amsterdam part one maybe is on is is on, on the train. It, one, one, one of them two's right. Yeah, right. That's the one of you on the train. And, so, so it was part the other two is yeah. in front of the bodega. Yes. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 So yeah, no, nah, that's, that's, that was the one for me. That was the one where I first got tapped in and I was like, Oh, who's Lord Jamonte Ogbon? And you know, like, that's, that's where it, that's where it all, that's where things really started to move um, on that end. And, you know, like you, uh, man, like one of, you, you know, like one of the things, one of the things I love about your music is that like your style is so laid back that it can be like really disarming when you come through with like the crazy song titles and like all the jokes and just like all your stories and anecdotes, you know, like, you know, you know, like, I feel like, like, you know, you're somebody, I listen to your music and I feel like I've known you my whole life, you know, like without, without you being like too personal, you just feel like somebody that I've like already been connected to. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Like, (laughs) Like, you know, like I was like I was going back and re-listening to like, you know, like stuff like change my number again and tried your best. And just like, you know, just like all those, you know, like just listening to the way that you rap, like it's so conversational. Like it really just like it it, it almost seems like cliche to say it, but it's like you just really just be talking like it, 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 it just sounds like you're just like talking over a beat in like a really nice, like approachable is the wrong word, but it's like. It, it it's it's just like super dope to me. I just I just I like it's just like transportive, you know. Like I'm like exactly where you're talking about, you know. Yeah. Like I, you know, you know, like I see you, I see you with the fucking with the fucking whip jumper like Curry, you know, like like you were talking about on Change My Number again, and just like the yeah, just joke. It I I just I just I just love the way you do that, and it's really been a uh, like I guess just because I'm curious, like. Cause you said, cause you said that you started to, you, st- you really started to see some motion in like 2014 and then it really picked up in 2018. So between the time that you met with Slim Thug, Paul Wall and Mike Jones, and the time that you started to drop that project in 2014 and start to get attention, when did you really like come into like your writing style? Like, when did you know, like, oh, this is, this is what Jamonte sounds like. Like, this is the Jamonte sound. Okay like 2013 um, mm-hmm. 2012 2013 um, I feel like I knew what I wanted to say um, I think my, my, my material back then was like more how are you explaining it uh, my bad I guess conscious friendly um, conscious center um, I was yeah, around 2012, 2013, I kind of had it figured out. Like, I asked myself a few questions, like, what do I want to say? Who am I talking to? Um, where do I want to go? 
where am I now? So once I answered those questions for myself, I kind of had it figured out. I think from then was, uh, what's the sound? Because at the time I was listening to a lot of like Currency and Big Crit and stuff like that, but I didn't want, I didn't really want to sound like that. Um, and I started listening to, like Knife Wonder beat tapes, uh, Jay Dilla beat tapes. Um, just a lot of, you know, like Bandcamp in 2012, 2013, which is pretty big. So a lot of like yeah. watching beat tapes and stuff like that. There's a lot of beat tapes yeah, around that shout time. Out to Twister. Yeah, there's a lot of beat tapes around that time. I was able to find my sound. And um, and there was a lot of things pop- popping off locally in Charlotte. So I was able to like tap into both like things that's happening outside and online, like blog era. And um, yeah, things going on locally. Like we had a lot of things going on. People I was inspired by. So once I found once I found that out, it was pretty easy. Um, it was just a matter of like forming the right people around me. So yeah, I'll say 2013. Right, yeah, because nah, that really you, you know, like thinking about it, that really is like the tail end of the blog era. Like yeah. it, it's it, it's it's been kind of crazy to think about it in that context because like we're like 10 years removed from that now. <laughs> And I never I never thought we'd get to the point where it's like, yeah, we're 10 years removed from the blog era. You know, like that's, you know, like that, that that's that's a wild thing to think about. And you kind of, you know, so like you kind of like you found your sound around 2013. Um, um, You dropped the album that really gave you gave you gave you the push locally in 2014 and um, built up, built up a base and got to a point in 2018 where you start yeah. to. Where you where you start to drop and more people around around the country and the world start to notice and uh, I feel like I really figured it out like around the time I released uh maybe in 2019 I really had it figured out um how I wanted to sound stuff to look um so yeah that's when I that's when I knew for like a hundred percent for sure like. 14, 15, I knew, but I was still kind of on the fence. Um, I was listening right. to a lot of other people's opinions of my music, of how it should sound. And um, I was still, like, watching other people, like, okay, maybe I should do that, maybe I should do this. But I want to say in 2019, like, we were performing in this place called Tip Top Daily Market a lot. And I was able to kind of, like, figure out there, like, what I wanted to do for sure. And once... Once I really figured it out, it, it picked up. I can't remember what album it was. It might have been um, God, Body, and Soul. When I released God, Body, and Soul, I, I feel like I had to figure it out. Mm, okay. You remember that album? God, that Body makes and sense. And, and I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. Of, like, I haven't listened Miller. to it in a minute, but yeah. I was listening to a lot of like Glenn Miller, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, just like almost like B pop type shit. And I was like, yo, I kind of want to take this sound. Because I was introduced to the drumless stuff, but I didn't want to do it in like a Griselda way. Yeah. You know, a Griselda Rock Marcy way as far as the sound. So I made an album named uh, called Jury Rap with a producer named Pills. And it was like four ideas 
that I come up, that I had, I want to say, uh, Glenn Miller, Denny Martin, or Danny Martin, I can't remember the producer, and like four producers already had. And we just put it together. And that one, it kind of like really took off. I think that was 2019. That was an animated cover as well. When we made that album, it's, it started to make like sense. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Like that makes sense to me, especially considering that, like, you know, you'll get, you know, y'all got Jewelry Rap Productions. I assume that's where that came from, right? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, like things, you know, like things have only, things have only kind of, things have only gone crazier from there, which is wild considering that, like, you know, like, at, you know, like as you started building your momentum up, like obviously COVID happens in 2020, like, you know, I mean, like right around the time 75th in Amsterdam um, parts one and two came out and like you put out, you put out hella projects in 2020, bro. You put out, you put out like at least like three or four joints that year, right. which is, which, which, you know, is pretty, which, you know, is like kind of typical for you. Like you, you typically put out a lot of shit, but, um, you know, I'm always curious about this now because this is just the world we live in. What was it like kind of feeling like you'd come into your own as an artist and start to build this base and really start to explode? And then like, boom, the whole world closes. Like, like, talk to me about what was going on there. It was a little tough for me because I was in the middle of uh, like a self-funded tour. So I was in New Jersey at the time doing the show and I had two shows in New Jersey. So one of the promoters was like, yo, we still going to do it. And the other promoter was a little on the fence about it. And I was, it was, it was pretty tough. Um, but I was prepared. Like I had a bunch of music already recorded from like 2018. Um, so it just slowed a lot of things down as far as shows and just having to stay home and dodge, dodge COVID, you know, everybody was catching it. Yep. And I think that was that time I tried to move to, like I tried to move to playing around that time and it just didn't work out. So it was very unfortunate. It was a lot of like about to happen, like a lot of things I was about to do. I can imagine, son. Like, yeah, just like, yeah, like especially since things were like really just starting to pick up, and you know, like that's and you know, and you're like another another one of the things I really I really got a lot of respect for you about is you know like just like you know like your touring hustle, you know, right. like do, do do you do you do you do you book your own shows? Do you have a booking agent? There was a point in time that I, that I was. Uh, I have a friend, a friend that I showed you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, she um helped me book some some of the shows, but a lot of the shows I pretty much uh was booking. Man, like you know, when you, you know, just like I know, I know a handful. I know a couple. Please send me some. You looking bro. for a booking agent? I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> I definitely got you. Fucking um. Um, what's it called? Oliver, who works with the Brain Orchestra. He's 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 a great booking agent. I love him. Oh yeah, I know Oliver. You know he's Shout great, but, but but being yeah, for real. Shouts out Oliver. He's he's 
He's a uh, I, I don't I don't know how he does half of what he does, but he's he's dope. I'll um I'll um, um but I'll send you a couple others when we get off. Um uh another uh, and, and you know just like just like you, you you know you know like as a as an artist who tours really often or at least or at least does like very uh you know like I feel I feel like you tend to do like very like intimate shows and like you just have like a really like tapped in fan base more than right. more than more than more more than a lot of people you know you got you got people all over the world buying vinyl off of Copenhagen crates and fucking like just like I went on Discogs just to go look at your shit and you 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 your shit, your shit, your shit's got value, man. Like, not to, not to, not, not to say that like it needs to be evaluated by discogs or whatever. But I'm always just curious to see how people like at y'all's level, like, like how far that shit reaches. And that's yeah. just really cool to me to see that happen and to you know, like, for you to, for you to get to the point where you make a song called like I'm not signing no more vinyl or like I'm done signing vinyl like that, like. Like when we when we linked at the Brain Orchestra show and you signed your copy of Highly Favored for me and that's the album with that song on it, it, it just made me laugh. It was it was it was special. It was special to get a vinyl sign for an album that has a song called I'm not signing any more vinyl. <laughs> like that was that was just dope to me. You're the goat, bro. If it was anybody else. Oh man, I appreciate that. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just out here, man. I'm that just. That venue would have had a green room, bro. We, it wouldn't have been no vinyl sign. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, Kingsland, Kingsland is Kingsland is super, super duper small, super duper chill. But that was, that was a beautiful night, and I'm just really happy to see you. I'm just really happy to see all three of you, um, you. You, Nolan, Brain Orchestra, and Kelly are for you. Sorry, my fault. But um, just like y'all, you, you know, y'all all really worked so hard to get, like y'all worked so hard in four different directions to get to the same place. You know, like at that one time, and that show felt really special to me because of that. And I was really happy to be there. Thanks, yeah. y'all rock. That was a good show. Somebody from Cooley High came to that. Oh, word to to that show. Yeah, <laughs> I think the DJ Cooley Charlie Smart's DJ. Oh, cool! That's tight. I didn't even realize. I didn't even know either. Tear me up. I was like, yo, I was at the show. <laughs> yeah, that show was a good. It was a good show. Another so another thing you do a ton is um, one producer collabs. Like you have you like I'm not gonna sit here and list them all, but you got a ton of those. You know, like um. Um, Buck Dudley did all of Highly Favored. Um, you and Sadu have a bunch of you and Sadu have a bunch of projects together. Y'all just put out one, like not even a month and change ago. Um, what is it? What What is it? What is it about a one producer collab that you love so much? And like, what is it like? Like, like, what would you say are some of the benefits of doing like a one producer collab in that way? Um. Yeah, just a cohesive sound, I would say, maybe. Um, some producer. Like, one producer albums, they can, I guess, just get, get in the space where they just make a batch of beats dedicated to you. Maybe, like, study your sound. and Or it may be a producer that you 
you were just working with them to experiment with a different sound. But Deli, it was easy to work with Buck Deli because I listened to Crime Apple. Um, Buck Deli didn't really make beats cater to me. I think he might have maybe. A f- I listened to a good amount of Crime Apple, so I I pretty much already knew how Buck Deli beats were. So that was easy to um, easy to make. And I wrote that album kind of like um, on the waterway in New Jersey, Jersey City. You know the waterway in Jersey City? That high I do, yeah. Yeah, I um, stayed in that hotel maybe for like four nights and just wrote majority of the album there. So it was it was a nice, it was a good scenery. I was like on the waterway at like 3 a.m. smoking, just writing, just looking at Manhattan like, I... I'm gonna write my way into Manhattan. So that album was pretty nice to make. And we recorded it in Jersey City also. Um Sadu. Sadu was like one ever to like reach out to me. And so to like reach out to me and kind of like help elevate what I had going on. He put me in a different space. So me and him working on music is just pretty much um, it's just a little it's natural. Like, I already knew his sound, you know, you know how Sadu's sound is. He has the drums, he has kind of like the spooky sound. I remember hearing some of Mock songs. You remember, I can't remember the song he got with Mock. Um, it's like the scientist video. Um, shit. I can't remember what, I can't remember what that song is called, but. I, I can't, I can't pull it either, but I think I know what you're talking about either. He's wearing, he's wearing yeah. the jacket. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, that beat. I remember hearing that beat. And then um like Lincoln with him. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like a like a big thing. So once I made a I made a song with him, he sent me a beat. And once I made the song, you know how like I guess quote unquote underground rap how it is on Reddit and stuff like that. It's like how everything these chat rooms, how they all just talk about us and pretty much share our music illegally. Yeah. Um, when I made a song with Sadu, I seen it in the Reddit chats and just how everybody was just reacting to it. And I was like, oh, he's really the, the truth. So when I made my Infinite Wisdom album with Sadu and Great Matter, it just worked out. It just felt natural. And I already respected his sound. And I was just, I don't know. I was grateful for the opportunity. So it was pretty easy just to write, write this stuff. A moment in time. I have another album that somebody has to remember. Yeah. It's like a, maybe a seven inch with um, Tough Calm. Mm-hmm. The Navy Blue album was good though. I was able, um, Navy just, he messaged me on Instagram. It was like, yo, I like what you're doing. Um, I want to produce for you. And I just, I messaged him back, like, definitely, bro, let's run it up. And he invited me to his house. And I'm like, y'all fucking live in North Carolina. But I flew to, I flew to New York, maybe the following two days or something, something crazy. I flew to New York. 
and the Kai Solo was in his house as well. Me and the Kai hey, Solo was picking, was picking. We were picking out. We both was picking out beats for our albums at the same time. So, oh he playing, shit! Okay, yeah. So he play, he playing beats and the Kai be like, I like that one. I like that okay. one. Then he'll play some shit, and I'm like, okay, I like this beat. I like that beat. I like that beat. And yeah, we were just talking, getting to know each other. He was asking me questions, telling me stuff about him. Because I knew who he was, but I didn't know 100%. I just knew he was on The Mint with Earl. I just pretty much knew. Right. Oh, man. Where at? I just pretty much, I just pretty much just knew him through Earl, you know? And uh, so I was just like, oh, it's not. But um, he was playing a lot of beats. He was playing a lot of songs. We produced some people, songs he had with Mott, songs he had with Earl, songs he had with um, Pink Seafood. So he was playing a lot of joints. And we were just in there conversing, getting to know each other. Gave me some Freedom Man merch. So took me those beats. I mean, gave me those beats. I took them back home. And I lived in Upshaw, Uptown Charlotte at the time, so I was just walking around pretty much listening to the beats. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out which ones I'm going to use. And once I figured them out, we went to like, this professional studio in, in Charlotte and just recorded from there. And, you know what I mean? It just worked. It just worked well. Like, I was sending them songs like, yo, what do you think it is? What do you think of this idea? What do you think of this idea? And he was fucking with everything. Then, you know, um, at the time, I found out about Kelly. I was listening to a lot of Kelly's music, and I was like, y'all, I have to put her on this album. <laughs> and it worked out. Yeah, yeah, nah, we, um, yeah, we were, we were, we were talking about you at one point when uh, Too Little Too Late came out. I think, I think, I think, I think I might have sent her, changed my number again. And she was like, oh shit, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> and yeah, nah, like it, it's like, it's like, like it was really beautiful to see you make that connection in particular. Cause they're, cause obviously like both Sage and Kelly are extra dope. They're out, they're both on tour right now. They're in Europe. And uh, yeah, nah, like, yeah, not nah, yeah, not nah, beautifully beautifully black is beautifully black is super tight, and I feel like and I feel like since uh, you know, like Sage Sage was having Sage was having a moment around that time, and like both and, and you know, like both you and Akai dropped pretty 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 uh pretty soon after uh post panic had come out, and people were like really really checking for Sage at that point, and you know that was another boost to you right there. But you know you had already been going up crazy anyway, but you know that was the biggest boost. That was the biggest one I ever got making an album because it's just, yo, the week after it came out when I checked my analytics, I almost passed out. <laughs> Shit. I almost passed out. Like Man, the numbers crazy. went up. Everything was like like 3,600%. I don't know, like, Shit. Like, wow. They was playing it on um, Sirius Radio, Hot ninety seven. So it was just ringing. Damn hell yeah! The, the everybody who fuck with Sage, they just tapped in on the project. So right, it was just a blessing for them to 
tap in on it because the album cover is just my face so everybody was just sharing it I <laughs> right my, uh, yeah i remember my friend uh jalen just calling me it was like super excited he was like yo i just looked on earl sweatshirt story and i saw your face i was just like bro say you swear bro <laughs> and then i went on instagram and my shit was just stupid i just threw my phone down and just started talking shit to my roommate like bro i told you <laughs> yeah 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 nah what do you do at that point but just like throw your phone on the bed and go take a walk and just like bask in that you know like you're, you're like now you're at this point where you know I was listening to um a couple or, or, or yeah like a couple um over the last couple of days I've been listening to like you know like ancestors told me to tax the whiteies a lot and Angela Bassett and just like all these like more recent joints you dropped and I mean obviously you just turned thirty happy belated birthday um Thank you. but like you know like both those songs are very much about you kind of grappling with the fact that you're about to turn thirty. Like, that's, like, that's you kind of being, like, damn, I'm, like, right up at this milestone. And, you know, like, you've accomplished a lot before you turn 30, you know? And, like, now that you're there and you can kind of look back a little bit on all the different collabs you've done, all the different projects you've done, and just, like, what you've built over the course of the last, like, almost 10 years, you know, since, like, 2014, 2013 right. type shit like what um how you know like how does it feel to kind of look back on all of that like you know you you know like on top of that like you're about to put out you're about to put out another project you got um you just you, you just you just came off you just came off this east coast tour with brain orchestra and nolan um like how does it feel to look back on everything you've accomplished over the course of the first 10 years of your career um, I think it's 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 a uh, oh my goodness, what the hell is that? Woodrow Wilson It's a good feeling because I feel like I've done the work. Me and a lot of my friends, we work very hard to be in this position. So um, I don't take it for granted. I think it's it's a blessing, and it's only getting bigger, you know. So yeah, it's a blessing, man. I, I feel great. Grateful. Yeah, not because I um yeah I don't know I've took it further than what I expected. <clears throat> yeah, nah, like you 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 really you really can't ask for more than that. Like it's 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 n- nothing no- nothing's guaranteed now. Like you, right. you, you, you like nobody, nobody knows when anybody's gonna pop ever, and it could just kind of happen when it happens, or it just doesn't. So yeah, like it, and yeah, like it's it's been it's been it really has been gorgeous seeing more people come into the fold and really start to like, really start to just like get what you've been doing and what I'm, I mean, like obviously, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a run through the Carolinas yeah. for a bit. You and Mavi and fucking Tia Corinne and. Fucking um, my homie OG Spliff. Shout out to Spliff if he's listening. Fucking like oh, yeah, shit, I know like, y'all Spliff. are really yeah. No, that's you know that's bro. He's 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 good people. I love I love Spliff. 
I haven't seen him. We never met in person, but that's that that's my man. We've been we've been we've been friends for a couple of years. But yeah, nah, like you know, like y'all have something really beautiful going on down there, and you in particular have built something that I'm really impressed by. And you know, I'm just like, yeah, I just think it's tight. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't have anything cool or deep or thoughtful to say. It's just that's just just tight. Thank you, man. Uh, we definitely work for it. Phil and yeah. in North Carolina and Charlotte specifically. Um, there's a lot of artists in Charlotte under the radar. So Buster will be able to be in the spot and be able to shine light on certain people, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you re- you really you really can't ask for more than that. Is there anybody is there anybody in particular who's kinda under the radar right now that you think's about to explode? You wanna shout out real quick? Nah. <laughs> so I'm about to so. now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But to fucking but to fucking wrap this up, um Jamonte, if your life was a movie, what would it be about? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. South South Lungs and Feet though. That's in, in Brooklyn though. They definitely hey. mixed and blow that shit out. Those are the boys, yeah. man. Had the had them on here last year. Those are the homies. Yeah, they're my niggas, bro. Shout out, shout out them niggas retarded. Yeah, shout out to Lungs and Feet for real. They're 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 no, beautiful, because, man. I love bro, the two of them. They helped me with 75th Amsterdam side eight. Like to shoot those videos. They wrote make Marley Chapman. He did like he did my video for uh million what song is that? Perfume smell. I can't remember. We did that shit in like in Brooklyn. They just helped a lot. They did my they helped me with my release parties. They just they just stepping out in the light like another planet they're doing their own thing yeah Yeah. and they let me sleep they let me sleep on their couch my boy Jim like when I was in when I moved to Brooklyn and I stayed with somebody and his spot was not it uh, Lones was like yo you should holler at Cam and I hollered at yo what's going on I I need to come fuck with y'all and he was like yo Good. So I want to say for like four or five weeks, I was over there just working. You feel me? Like doing videos and going to the like Flatbush to record and going to Jersey. So definitely, I got shot them out for holding shit down. Yeah, no, nah, sh- yeah, no. Nah, shout out, shout out to Lungs and Feet. Yeah, like the all the all the love another Planet Four got this year, and like seeing them get the. Seeing, seeing them get that big pitchfork right up was beautiful, you know, like that, like yeah, like they, I've been, I've been watching them grow for a while too, and they've been, um, they've always showed love, you know, because we kind of, we kind of run, we, we obviously run in all the same circles, but like shout out, shout out to them, yeah, nah, lungs and feet are the best, they get, they get the extra shout out. Three one three, fuck free world. <laughs> He said, fuck the free world. <laughs> the free world. What was your last, what was your closing out statement? No, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, nah, my fault. Um, um, If your life was a movie, what would it be about, Ja? Is that what you said? If my life was a movie? Yeah, 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 no. Nah. Yeah, if your life was a movie, what would it be about? Bro, my life is a movie. We look right now, bro. Where were you January 6th, bro? 
Where were you at at the Capitol riot? I was I, I was on my goddamn couch watching that shit happen on the news. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. My life is a movie. I'm looking at DC right now. Nigga Obama really. It was a movie. It'd be about. It'd be Home Alone too, bro. <laughs> That'd be my movie, bro. You gonna you gonna bro? Seven percent of Instagram. You gonna you gonna you lost in NYC. Word? Incredible. That's my life. That's my life, bro. Uh, I respect that. Man, <laughs> job. This was this was this was so wild. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I know you're in the car. You got you got the homies with you. I'm 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 so sorry for taking an hour and a half out of your day. But <laughs> no, it's fine, bro. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. To come tell you about how we doing what we doing in the seven oh four, you feel me? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Bro, you gotta yeah, come nah, out to Charlotte, it's, bro. You can't be big in Charlotte up like that and not come out to the city. Come fuck with us. Come <laughs> come get your froze from Common Market. All right, son. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. I'm I've I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to f- I've been looking for reasons to come down there anyway, because one of my best friends moved down to um he's not in Charlotte. He might be closer to Raleigh, but either way, I'm definitely trying to come through North Carolina like as soon as possible. You know, come fuck with us, bro. We got you, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, nah, man. We'll definitely make that happen. I'm, I, 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 like, like the last time I was in the Carolinas, I was in South Carolina, and that's when my grandparents used to stay there. So it's been years. So I'm definitely trying to come back down. We're gonna do a show. We're gonna do a big show. It's gonna be called the Big Show. Just the Big Show. Yeah, nah, I'm with it. You gotta come out for that. We'll get you in Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One. <laughs>